Hey, welcome to the broadcast again. This is Pastor Jack C., uh, senior pastor at West Houston Christian Center, along with my wife, Michelle. And uh, we pastor a great church here in Houston, Texas. And uh, it's just a privilege and an honor to share with you. These are some of the things that have been in my heart for 30 years. And these are some of the teachings that really help bring me to where that I am today. You know, the whole process of, you know, how you have people that get saved. You can have two people get born again at the exact same time. One just grows, their life explodes, it takes off, they're prosperous, they're healthy, they're blessed. All of a sudden they're getting married, God's adding to them. And then you have the same person who heard the same word, the same teaching in the same church, and yet they don't seem to grow. And I always wondered about that. And I felt like the Lord led it back to this type of teaching that, you know, unless we renew our mind, unless we actually go through the process of changing the way that we think, we're never going to grow into what God wants us to be. Um, I knew as for myself as being an unbeliever that I had thought processes. Um, I thought worldly thoughts. I thought lustful thoughts. My thoughts were always consumed with me and what am I going to do? And it was just a very survival type uh, existence that I had. But 30 years ago, Jesus Christ came into my life and he changed me from a taker to a giver and he changed my nature. I now had the ability to change the way that I think. And what I really found out was, is just how selfish that I really was. You know, it's important to me that if I am professing to be a born-again Christian, and we talked about this a little bit on the last broadcast, I should be producing fruit that corresponds to what I am or what I believe. You know, God is so cool when he sets up trees. When a tree produces fruit, the, what's happening is, is that tree gets so full of sap that it is forced to produce out. And what it produces is fruit. And so me as a believer also, there should be fruit. I should get so full of God that there's nothing but fruit that comes out of me that's producing fruits after righteousness, that is producing fruits that show and tell people that I'm a believer. Let's look at Matthew chapter 7 real quick. Matthew chapter 7. And it says, uh, Matthew 7, chapter, verse 17. Actually, let's look up and let's, we'll start at verse 15. It says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will be known. Well, Pastor Jack, what what does that have to do with thinking on purpose? It has everything to do with thinking on purpose. Because what I'm feeding on is going to be producing the fruit in my life. If I am feeding on negative things, if I am feeding on ungodly things, if I am, if I am feeding on unlawful things, they're going to produce those things in my life. If I want to produce godly action, then I have to make sure that I'm putting godly things into myself. Um, 
I don't ever want to get into a mentality where I have to do works to make myself good. Me trying to do good things doesn't make me a good person. I do good works and I produce good fruit because that's the byproduct of me spending time with God. I don't do good works to show you I'm a Christian. I do good works because I'm a Christian. Those good works, that fruit should be coming out of me on a regular basis. You know, when people get around us, they should know. They, when they begin to taste of us, I guess is a better way of saying it, they should know what kind of tree we are. They should know, hey, I can't tell you how many times that people have known that I was a believer and I never spoke a word to them. We just live our lives in front of them. And so it's important, what kind of fruit are we producing? The Bible was very, very clear. If I am proclaiming to be an apple tree, but yet I've never produced an apple, um, a sick tree can't produce good fruit. And let me just key on something just for a minute. You know, sometimes poor teaching can also lead to poor thinking. And, you know, we all live off of the revelation that we have. We only know what we know. You know, I think back to thousands and thousands of years ago where the teaching of the time was is that the earth was flat. And believe it or not, the majority of the people in the world at that time believed that the world was flat. Well, because they believed that teaching, no one ever had the faith to get into a boat and sail to the end of the world because there was a fear that they were just going to fall off. That teaching kept good, strong, healthy, normal people from ever venturing out or doing more than they could have done because there was a fear that they were going to fall off the end of the earth. Well, we all know, well, most of us believe that the earth is round, um, that it's not flat anymore. See, that poor teaching led to poor thinking. And poor thinking, you're never going to grow. I remember a uh, testimony of a man, and uh, he had gotten wonderfully and beautifully born again. He had a heart towards God, him and his wife, uh, but they were in a church, and they wanted the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Well, this particular church taught that you had to tarry for the Holy Ghost. And yes, there was an instance in Acts where Jesus told them to go to Jerusalem to tarry, and they would be endued with power from on high. But that was a one-time thing to that group of people in the upper room. And as we know, the upper room went from 500 people down to 120 people. And then the, on Acts chapter 2, the Holy Spirit fell. Well, nowhere after that does God ever ask us to tarry for the Holy Spirit. And when I say tarrying, that means that you just go down front and you beg God for the Holy Spirit and you wait for the Holy Spirit and it's going to take time, and it can take a day, it can take an hour, it can take years. And this man would go to this altar every Sunday night. They would open up the altar after Sunday night church. This is a man that loved God, that was sincere and honest in his heart. But the teaching was, is that you had to tarry for the Holy Spirit. And I think maybe two people in the life of the church had ever gotten the Holy Ghost. And so he's tarrying. And, and when I heard this, analogy, I was like, you know, God, he's trying to do everything right. You know, he loves you. He's, he's, he's giving of his time. He's, he's being sincere about it. And I felt like the Holy Spirit say, yeah, but he could not, I cannot rise above the level of what they believe or what they've been taught. 
you know, God does not have the ability to rise above our own will or our own poor thinking. We have to change the way that we think about it. Now, this man ended up, of course, getting baptized in the Holy Spirit and moving on with it. But just know that we can be sincere about the things of God. We can hunger for the things of God. We can want the things of God. But if there is a teaching or a religious thing in place, even the word of God cannot rise above the traditions of men. And so that's why it's so important for us that we want to have right teaching and right thinking. Right teaching, right thinking is going to produce the right fruit in me that's going to set me on my purpose, my plan, my destiny, and those types of things. I want to make sure above all things, that I am feeding my spirit with the word of God. I don't want to have a poor diet. Listen to me. We we live in a world where, you know, we go to church on a Sunday morning and spend a few minutes in the word, but we have an enemy that's working 24-7. The devil never takes any time off. The enemy is never sleeping. He's never taking time off. And we have to learn to match that veracity. We need to make the word of God the most important thing. And I'm not saying making a religious tradition about it. See, the cool thing about the Word of God is it's alive. I am not just reading an old dusty book full of old stories and wives' tales. I am spending time with Jesus himself, the Word. And when I will learn to discipline myself and spend time in the Word, I will begin to produce fruit. I want to produce fruit that when someone tastes it, they can say, you've been with Jesus. I want to produce a fruit that doesn't just sustain me, but sustains everyone else around me. But the only way that's going to happen is I've got to get myself so filled with his word. And, you know, we, we're, we're the most blessed people on the face of the earth. There's no excuse for us not listening to the word. I got YouTube. I got CDs. I even have old cassette tapes. What do you do with old cassette tapes? I have everything. I am, can surround myself with the word. I have a choice. When I put something into my ear of what that's going to be, and if I am filling myself with worldly things, if I'm filling myself with sports, if I'm filling myself with movies, if I'm filling myself with everything but the Word of God, then there's no way for me to produce any fruit outside of that. I'm going to be producing whatever goes in is what's going to come out of me. I want to have a good diet. Poor diet plus poor health equals poor fruit. Good diet with good health produces good fruit. If I am eating well, if I am nourishing myself in the Word of God, and folks, this is why being a part of a church is so important. Amen? God did not set this system up so that when you get saved, you just sit home with the Bible. You need a pastor in your life. You need somebody that gets into the anointed book and shares what the body, what the head is saying to the rest of the body. And that's why it's so important for you. You need to be plugged into a local church, man. It is life or death these days. Um, like I said before, you know, we can't just go to church on a Sunday morning and think that we're going to produce the fruit that we need to be the overcomer that God has called us to be. I got to take quality time. I got to spend time in the word. I've got to be everything that God has called me to be. And I'm going to do it with his grace and with his help. Awesome sermon by Pastor. You agree? Yes, sir. I like it. If I could, I just would 
I liked about it the most was that ending part where he was saying about getting connected to the body. Oh man, that was probably probably the one of the most important things that for me. Amen. Is once I got connected to the body and uh, surrounded myself with people of like-minded faith, and mm-hmm. uh, you know those people that had renewed minds, changed hearts, and were sharing some of the same desires that I Amen. were beginning to share was probably like I said, it was just vital for me. To want, you know, the desires for me as to be a good husband, better husband, a great father, uh, you know, to be more career minded and be more, um, uh, you know, giving to others and encouraging to someone else. That was all started when I started to connect to myself with the body. Even, you know, like my testimony, I started on the lawnmower. Yeah, you know, then to the sound booth, then to the super kids. There you and, go. You know, and, but I was con- constantly surrounding myself, and my environment just totally changed, and my desire started to change. Amen. Yeah. Well, Jack shares part of his testimony was when he got when his, when the Lord changed his life. He, he said, "I just want to get involved in church," and back then we were much smaller, and he got in the sound booth, and all he did was one button. That was his. That was his start. But then, being faithful in that one button, then led to he built himself up now to where he's a senior pastor. So there, there's something about the Bible says, "Do not forsake the assembling together of yourselves." Mm-hmm. That's where strength is. And you know, the negative side of that is that's why these young kids join gangs. They're mm-hmm. accepted. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm part of a family, and yeah. so the gangs do it. Of course, negatively, where the church does it positively. Yeah, I liked um, towards the end, he talked about, he's talking about poor teaching will lead to poor thinking. Yeah. And just how, how if we have poor teaching in a certain area, then God really can't use us in that area. Yeah. And I, I want to be God's favorite tool in the toolbox, so to speak. Oh, Anytime yeah. he needs like, hey, I, I, I'm, I need somebody who to, good. to believe for healing, I can use Jonathan. He's That's good at good. that. Or I need, I need someone to believe for faith or prosperity, whatever. Oh, I can use Jonathan. I don't want to be that like, oh, I, I need, I need someone to believe for, uh, you know, faith or whatever. Oh, Jonathan, he's That's not, good. his mind's not there yet. I can't, I can't use him. That's a good example. You know, yes. you know and it just shows you how your desires change for, you know, to serve God, to have that servant's heart. You know, your desires change. Um, it just takes me back to, when my desires began to change, you know, I wanted to be God's favor. I mm-hmm. wanted to do this yeah. for God. I wanted to serve for God. You know, that began like with the scripture, is it Psalms 37, 4? Mm-hmm. Delight yourself in the Lord. Lord he'll give you the and desires he would of your give you heart. the desires of your heart. That's you know, good. my desires started to change. And, that, and when, when my mind was renewed, as he said, my desires changed because my heart changed, you know, mm-hmm. and now, now all of a sudden I wanted to help others. I want, you know, you okay. wanted to, you get to the point where you want to serve others. Um, and that was where, you know, in growing in the word, you, you begin to delight yourself in the Lord. That's what it's meaning. Mm-hmm. You're delighting yourself in him and he'll give you those desires. Hey, we're so glad you joined us today. Man, if this was encouraging to you, if this was a blessing to you, man, comment below and let us know. And also, if there's a topic, if there's a subject, if there's something that you'd like us to talk about, put that in there too, man. You can like the channel, subscribe to the channel. We're putting out content on a regular basis, man. There's lots more where this came from. 
But most importantly, we want to know that we've been a blessing to you today and that you know that you're loved and that Jesus is Lord. 